0: Act Two of The Life and Death of King John by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two, Scene One France before Angiers. Enter Austria and forces, drums, etc., on one side, on the other, King Philip and his power. Louis, Arthur, Constance, and attendants,
1: Before Angier, well met, brave Austria. Arthur, that great forerunner of thy blood, Richard, that robbed the lion of his heart and fought the holy wars in Palestine, by this brave duke came early to his grave. And for amends to his posterity, at our importance, hither is he come to spread his colors, boy, in thy behalf and to rebuke the usurpation of thy unnatural uncle, English John. Embrace him, love him, give him welcome hither.
2: God shall forgive you Coeur de Lion's death, the rather that you give his offspring life, shadowing their right under your wings of war. I give you welcome with a powerless hand, but with a heart full of unstained love. Welcome before the gates of Angier, Duke.
1: A noble boy, who would not do thee right?
3: Upon thy cheek lay I this zealous kiss, as seal to this indenture of my love, that to my home I will no more return, till Angier and the right thou hast in France, together with that pale, that white-faced shore, whose foot spurns back the ocean's roaring tides, and coops from other lands her islanders, e'en till that England, hedged in with the main, that water walled bulwark, still secure and confident from foreign purposes, e'en till that utter most corner of the west salute thee for her king. Till then, fair boy, will I not think of home, but follow arms. Oh, take his mother's thanks, a
4: widow's thanks, till your strong hand shall help to give him strength to make a more
3: requital to your love. The peace of heaven is theirs that lift their swords in such a just and charitable war.
5: Well, then, to work. Our cannon shall be bent against the brows of this resisting town call for our chiefest men of discipline to cull the plots of best advantages we'll lay before this town our royal bones weighed to the market-place in frenchman's blood but we will make it subject to this boy
4: stay for an answer to your embassy lest unadvised you stain your swords with blood my lord Chatillon may from england bring that right in peace which here we urge in war and then we shall repent each drop of blood that hot rash haste so indirectly shed
5: enter chantillon a wonder lady lo upon thy wish our messenger chantillon is arrived what england says say briefly general lord we coldly pause for thee chantillon speak then
6: turn your forces from this paltry siege and stir them up against a mightier task england impatient of your just demands hath put himself in arms The adverse winds, whose leisure I have stayed, have given him time to land his legions all as soon as I. His marches are expedient to this town, his forces strong, his soldiers confident. With him along is come the mother-queen, and Ati, stirring him to blood and strife, with her her niece the Lady Blanche of Spain, with them a bastard of the King's deceased, and all the unsettled humors of the land, rash, inconsiderate, fiery voluntaries, with ladies' faces and fierce dragons' spleens, have sold their fortunes at their native homes, bearing their birthrights proudly on their backs, to make hazard of new fortunes here. In brief, a braver choice of dauntless spirits than now the English bottoms have waft o'er, did nearer float upon the swelling tide, to do offence and scath in Christendom. Drum beats. The interruption of their churlish drums cuts off more circumstance. They are at hand to parley
5: or to fight. Therefore prepare. How much unlooked for is this expedition?
3: By how much unexpected, by so much we must awake endeavor for defence. For courage mounteth with occasion. Let them be welcome then. We are prepared.
0: Enter King John, Queen Eleanor, Blanche, the Bastard lords and forces
2: peace be to france if france in peace permit our just and unlideal entrance to our own if not bleed france and peace ascend to heaven whiles we god's wrathful agent to correct their proud contempt that beats his peace to heaven
5: peace be to england if that war return from france to england there to live in peace england we love and for that england's sake with burden of our armor here we sweat this toil of ours should be a work of thine. But thou from loving England art so far that thou hast underwrought his lawful king, cut off the sequence of posterity, outfaced infant state, and done a rape upon the maiden virtue of the crown. Look here upon thy brother Geoffrey's face. These eyes, these brows, were moulded out of his. This little abstract doth contain that large which died in Geoffrey and the hand of time shall draw this brief into as huge a volume that geoffrey was thy elder brother born and this his son england was geoffrey's right and this is geoffrey's in the name of god how comes it then that thou art called a king when living blood doth in these temples beat which owe the crown that thou or
2: masterest? from whom hast thou this great commission france to draw my answer from thy
5: articles from that supernal judge that stirs good thoughts in any breast of strong authority to look into the blots and stains of right that judge hath made me guardian to this boy under whose warrant i impeach thy wrong and by whose help i mean to chastise it alack thou dost usurp authority excuse it is to beat usurping down who is
4: it thou dost call usurper france let me make answer thy usurping
7: son out Out. insolent thy bastard shall be king that thou mayst be a queen and check the world my bed was ever
4: to thy son as true as thine was to thy husband and this boy liker in feature to his father geoffrey than thou and john in manners being as like as rain to water or devil to his dam my boy a bastard by my soul i think his father never was so true begot it cannot be and if thou wert his mother
7: There's a good mother-boy that blots thy father. There's
4: a good grandam-boy that would blot thee. Peace!
8: Hear the crier. What the devil art thou? One that will play the devil, sir, with you. And I may catch your hide, and you alone. You are the hare of whom the proverb goes, Whose valour plucks dead lions by the beard. I'll smoke your skin-coat, and I catch you right, Sarah. Look to it. If faith, I will if faith.
3: Oh, well did he become that lion's robe That did disrobe the lion of that robe.
8: It lies as sightly on the back of him As great Alcides shows upon an ass. But, ass, I'll take that burden from your back, Or lay on that shall make your shoulders crack.
3: What cracker is this same That deafs our ears With this abundance of superfluous breath?
5: Lewis determine what we shall do straight women and fools break off your
1: conference king john this is the very sum of all england and ireland anjou touraine maine in right of arthur do i claim of thee wilt thou resign them and lay down thy arms
2: my life as soon i do defy thee france arthur of britannia yield thee to my hand and out of my dear love I'll give thee more than e'er the coward hand of France can win. Submit thee, boy.
7: Come to thy grandam, child. Do, child, go to it,
4: grandam, child. Give grandam kingdom, and it grandam will give it a plum, a cherry, and a fig. There's a good grandam.
2: Good, my mother peace? I would that I were low laid in my grave. I am not worth this coil that's made for me.
7: His mother shames him. Poor boy. He weeps.
4: Now shame upon you whether she does or no. His grandam's wrongs, and not his mother's shames, draws those heaven-moving pearls from his poor eyes, which heaven shall take in nature of a fee. I, with these crystal beads, heaven shall be bribed to do him justice and revenge on you. Thou monstrous slander of heaven and earth! Thou monstrous injurer of heaven and earth! Call not me slanderer. Thou and thine usurp the dominations, royalties, and rights of this oppressed boy this is thy else son's son infortunate in nothing but in thee thy sins are visited in this poor child the canon of the law is laid on him being but the second generation Remove it from thy sin conceiving womb
2: bedlam have done
4: i have but this to say that he is not only plagued for her sin but god hath made her sin and her the plague on this removed issue plague for her and with her plague her sin, his injury, her injury, the beetle to her sin, All punished in the person of this child, and all for her, a plague upon her. Thou
7: unadvised scold, I can produce a will that bars the title of thy son.
4: I, who doubts that? A will, a wicked will, A woman's will, a cankered grandam's will.
5: Peace, lady, pause, or be more temperate. It ill beseems this presence, to cry aim to these ill-tuned repetitions some trumpet summon hither to the walls these men of angiers let us hear them speak whose title they admit arthur's or john's
0: trumpet sounds enter certain citizens upon the walls
9: who oh, is it that hath borne us to the walls tis
2: france for england england for itself you men of angiers and my loving subjects
5: you loving men of Angiers, Arthur's subjects, our trumpet called you to this general parley. For
2: our advantage, therefore hear us first. These flags of France that are advanced here, before the eye and prospect of your town, have hither marched to your endamagement. The cannons have their bowels full of wrath, and ready mounted are they to spit forth their iron indignation gainst your walls. All preparation for a bloody siege all merciless proceeding by these french confronts your city's eyes your winking gates and but for our approach those sleeping stones that as a waste doth girdle you about by the compulsion of their ordnance by this time from their fixed beds of lime had been dishabited and wide havoc made for bloody power to rush upon your peace but on the sight of us your lawful king who painfully with much expedient march have brought a counter-check before your gates to save unscratched your city's threatened cheeks. Behold, the French amazed vouchsafe a parley. And now, instead of bullets wrapped in fire to make a shaking fever in your walls, they shoot but calm words folded up in smoke to make a faithless error in your ears, which trust accordingly, kind citizens, and let us in, your King, whose laboured spirits forwearied in this action of swift speed crave harbourage within
5: your city walls when i have said make answer to us both lo in this right hand whose protection is most divinely vowed upon the right of him it holds stands young plantagenet son to the elder brother of this man and king o'er him and all that he enjoys for this downtrodden equity we tread in warlike march these greens before your town being no further enemy to you than the constraint of hospitable zeal in the relief of this oppressed child religiously provokes BE PLEASED, THEN, TO PAY THAT DUTY WHICH YOU TRULY OWE TO THAT OWES IT, NAMELY THIS YOUNG PRINCE. AND THEN OUR ARMS, LIKE to A MUZZLED BEAR, SAVE IN ASPECT, HATH ALL OFFENSE SEALED UP. OUR cannon's MALICE VAINLY SHALL BE SPENT AGAINST THE INVULNERABLE CLOUDS OF HEAVEN, AND WITH A BLESSED AND UNVEXED RETIRE, WITH UNHACKED SWORDS AND HELMETS ALL UNBRUISED, WE WILL BEAR HOME THAT LUSTY BLOOD AGAIN, WHICH HERE WE CAME TO SPOUT AGAINST YOUR TOWN. AND LEAVE YOUR CHILDREN, WIVES AND YOU IN PEACE. BUT IF YOU fondly PASS OUR PROFFERED OFFER, TIS NOT THE ROUNDURE OF YOUR OLD-FACED WALLS CAN HIDE YOU FROM OUR MESSENGERS OF WAR, THOUGH ALL THESE ENGLISH, AND THEIR DISCIPLINE, WERE HARBORED IN THEIR RUDE CIRCUMFERENCE. THEN TELL US, SHALL YOUR CITY CALL US LORD, IN THAT BEHALF WHICH WE HAVE CHALLENGED IT? OR SHALL WE GIVE THE SIGNAL TO OUR RAGE, AND STALK IN BLOOD TO OUR POSSESSION?
9: in brief we are the king of england's subjects for him and in his right we hold this town acknowledge then the king and let me in that can we not but he that proves the king to him will we prove loyal till that time have we rammed up our gates against the world doth not the crown of england prove the king and if not that
2: i bring you witnesses twice 15000 hearts of england's breed
8: bastards and else
5: to verify our title with their lives as many in as well-born bloods as those some bastards too stand in his
9: face to contradict his claim till you compound whose right is worthiest we for the worthiest hold the right from both then god
2: forgive the sin of all those souls that to their everlasting residence before the dew of evening fall
5: shall fleet in dreadful trial of our kingdom's king amen Amen, Mount Chevaliers to arms, St George, that
8: swinged the dragon and ere since since on his horseback at mine hostess door, teach us some fence
0: to Austria,
8: Sirrah, were I at home at your den, Sirrah, with your lioness, I would set an ox-head to your lion's hide and make a monster of you.
3: Peace no more,
8: oh, tremble, for ye hear the lion roar.
2: Up higher to the plain, where we'll set forth in best appointment all our regiments.
8: Speed then to take advantage of the field.
5: It shall be so, and at the other hill command the rest to stand. God and our right. Exeunt. Hereafter
0: excursions. Enter the herald of France with trumpets to the gates.
1: You men of Angiers, open wide your gates and let young Arthur, Duke of Bretagne, in who by the hand of france this day has made much work for tears in many an english mother whose sons lie scattered on the bleeding ground many a widow's husband groveling lies coldly embracing the discolored earth and victory with little loss doth play upon the dancing banners of the french who are at hand triumphantly displayed to enter conquerors and to proclaim arthur of Bretagne england's king and yours
0: enter english herald with trumpet
4: rejoice you men of angiers ring your bells king john your king and england's death approach commander of this hot malicious day their armors that marched hence so silver bright hither return all gilt with frenchman's blood there stuck no plume in any english crest that is removed by a staff of france our colors do return in those same hands that did display them when they first marched forth and like a troop of jolly huntsmen come our lusty english all with purpled hands died in the dying slaughter of their foes open your gates and give the victors way
9: heralds from off our towers we might behold from first to last the onset and retire of both your armies whose equality by our best eyes cannot be censured blood hath bought blood and blows have answered blows Strength matched with strength and power confronted power, both are alike, and both alike we like one must prove greatest while they weigh so even we hold our town for neither yet for both.
0: re-enter King John and King Philip with their powers severally.
2: France hast thou yet more blood to cast away? Say shall the current of our right run on whose passage vexed with thy impediment shall leave his native channel and swell, with course disturbed even thy confining shores unless thou let his silver water keep a peaceful progress to the ocean
5: england thou hast not saved one drop of blood in this hot trial more than we of france rather lost more and by this hand i swear that sways the earth this climate overlooks before we will lay down our just-born arms we will put thee down against whom these arms we bear or add a royal number to the dead gracing the scroll that tells of this war's loss with slaughter coupled to the name of kings
8: Ha, majesty how high thy glory towers when the rich blood of kings is set on fire Oh, now doth death line his dead chaps with steel The swords of soldiers are his teeth, his fangs, and now he feasts, mousing the flesh of men, in undetermined differences of kings. Why stand these royal fronts amazed thus? Cry havoc, kings! Back to the stained field, you equal potents, fiery kindled spirits! Then let confusion of one part confirm the other's peace, till then! Blows, blood, and
5: death. Whose party do the townsmen yet admit? Speak, citizens, for England. Who's your king? The King of England, when we know the King. Know him in us, that here hold up his right.
2: In us, that are our own great deputy, And bear possession of our person here, Lord of our presence and years and of you.
9: A greater power than we denies all this until it be undoubted we do lock our former scruple in our strong barred gates King of our fears until our fears resolved be by some certain king perched and deposed
8: by heaven these scroyles of angers flout you kings and stand securely on their battlements as in a theatre whence they gape and point at your industrious scenes and acts of death your royal presences be ruled by me. Do, like the mutines of Jerusalem, be friends awhile, and both conjointly bend your sharpest deeds of malice on this town. By east and west, let France and England mount their battering cannon charge to the mouths, till their soul-fearing clamours have brawled down the flinty ribs of this contemptuous city. I'll play incessantly upon these jades, even till unfenced desolation leave them as naked as the vulgar air. That done, dissever your united strengths, and part your mingled colours once again. Turn face to face, and bloody point to point. Then, in a moment, Fortune shall cull forth out of one side her happy minion, to whom in favour she shall give the day and kiss him with a glorious victory how like you this wild council mighty states smacks it not something of the policy
2: now by the sky that hangs above our heads i like it well france shall we knit our powers and lay this angers even to the ground then after fight who shall be king of it
8: and if thou hast the mettle of a king being wronged as we are by this peevish town turn thou the mouth of thy artillery as we will ours against these saucy walls and when that we have dashed them to the ground why then defy each other and pell-mell make work upon ourselves for heaven or hell
5: let it be so say where will you assault we from the west will send destruction into this city's bosom
3: i from the north
5: our thunder from the south shall rain their drift of bullets on this town
3: O oh, prudent
8: discipline from north to south austria and france shoot in each other's mouth i'll stir them to it come away away
9: hear us great kings vouchsafe a while to stay and i shall show you peace and fair-faced league win you this city without stroke or wound rescue those breathing lives to die in beds that here come sacrifices for the field Persevere not, but hear me, mighty kings. Speak on with favour. We are bent to hear. That daughter there of Spain, the Lady Blanche, is niece to England. Look upon the years of Louis the Dauphin and that lovely maid. If lusty love should go in quest of beauty, where should he find it fairer than in Blanche? If zealous love should go in search of virtue, Where should he find it purer than in Blanche? If love ambitious sought a match of birth, Whose veins bound richer blood than Lady Blanche? Such as she is in beauty, virtue, birth, Is the young Dauphin every way complete, If not complete of say he is not she. And she again wants nothing to name one, if want it be not that she is not he. He is the half-part of a blessed man, left to be finished by such as she, and she a fair divided excellence, whose fullness of perfection lies in him. Oh, two such silver currents, when they join, do glorify the banks that bound them in, and two such shores, to two such streams, made one two such controlling bounds, shall you be kings to these two princes, if you marry them, this union shall do more than battery can to our fast-closed gates, for at this match, with swifter spleen than powder can enforce the mouth of passage shall we fling wide open and give you entrance but without this match the sea enraged is not half so deaf lions more confident mountains and rocks more free from motion no not death himself in mortal fury half so peremptory as we to keep this city
8: here's a stay that shakes the rotten carcass of old death out of his rags Here's a large mouth indeed that spits forth death and mountains, rocks and seas, talks as familiarly of roaring lions as maids of thirteen do of puppy dogs. What cannoneer begot this lusty blood? He speaks plain cannon fire and smoke and bounce. He gives the bastinado with his tongue. Our ears are cudgelled. Not a word of his but buffets better than a fist of France. Zounds! I was never so bethumped with words, Since I first called my brothers father Dad. Son, list to this conjunction, make this match.
7: Give with our niece a dowry large enough, For by this knot thou shalt so surely tie Thy now unsure assurance to the crown, That yon green boy shall have no son to ripe The bloom that promiseth a mighty fruit, I see a yielding in the looks of France. Mark how they whisper, urge them while their souls are capable of this ambition, lest zeal now melted by the windy breath of soft petitions, pity and remorse, cool and congeal again to what it was.
9: Why answer not the double majesties this friendly treaty of our threatened town? Speak England
5: first that hath been forward first to speak unto this city. What say you?
2: If that the Dauphin there, thy princely son, can in this book of beauty read, I love, her dowry shall weigh equal with a queen, for Anjou and fair terrain, Maine, Poitiers, and all that we upon this side the sea, except this city now by us besieged, find liable to our crown and dignity, shall gild her bridal bed and make her rich in titles honours and promotions as she in beauty education blood holds hand with any princess of the world
5: what sayest thou boy
2: look in the lady's face i do my lord and in her
1: eye i find a wonder or a wondrous miracle the shadow of myself formed in her eye which being but the shadow of your sun becomes a sun and makes your sun a shadow i do protest i never loved myself till now in fix it i beheld myself drawn in the flattering table of her eye whispers with blanche
8: drawn in the flattering table of her eye hanged in the frowning wrinkle of her brow, and quartered in her heart, he doth espy himself love's traitor. This is pity now, that hanged, and drawn, and quartered, there should be in such a love so vile a lout as he.
3: My uncle's will in this respect is mine. If he see aught in you that makes him like, that anything he sees which moves his liking, I can with ease translate it to my will. Or, if you will, to speak more properly, I will enforce it easily to my love. Further, I will not flatter you, my lord, that all I see in you is worthy love than this, that nothing do I see in you, though churlish thoughts themselves should be your judge, that I can find should merit any hate.
2: What say these young ones? What say you, my niece?
3: That she is bound in honour still to do what you in wisdom still vouchsafe to say
2: speak then prince dauphin can you love this lady nay ask me if i can refrain from love for i do love her
1: most unfeignedly
2: then i do give Volqueson, touraine maine poitiers and anjou these five provinces with her to thee and this addition more full thirty thousand marks of english coin philip of france if thou be pleased with all command thy son and daughter to join hands
5: It likes us well. Young Princes, close your hands.
3: And your lips, too, for I am well assured that I did so when I was first assured.
5: Now, citizens of Angiers, open your gates. Let in that amity which you have made, for at St. Mary's Chapel presently the rites of marriage shall be solemnized. Is not the Lady Constance in this troop? I know she is not. For this match made up, her presence would have interrupted much. Where is she and her son? Tell me, who knows? She is sad and passionate at your highness' tent. And, by my faith, this league that we have made will give her sadness very little cure. Brother of England, how may we content this widow lady? In her right we came, which we, God knows, have turned another way, to our own vantage. We will
2: heal up all. For we'll create young Arthur, Duke of Bretagne, and Earl of Richmond, And this rich fair town we make him lord of. Call the lady Constance. Some speedy messenger bid her repair to our solemnity. I trust we shall, if not fill up, the measure of her will, Yet in some measure satisfy her so, that we shall stop her exclamation. Go we, as well as haste will suffer us to this unlooked-for, unprepared pomp.
0: Excellent all but the bastard.
8: mad world! mad kings! mad composition! John, to stop Arthur's title in the whole, hath willingly departed with a part, and France, whose armour conscience buckled on, whom zeal and charity brought to the field as God's own soldier, rounded in the ear with that same purpose-changer, that sly devil, that broker, that still breaks the pate of faith, that daily break-vow, he that wins of all, of kings, of beggars, old men, young men, maids, who, having no external thing to lose but the word maid, cheats the poor maid of that, that smooth-faced gentleman, tickling commodity. Commodity, the bias of the world the world, who of itself is pised well, made to run even upon even ground, till this advantage, this vile drawing bias, this sway of motion, this commodity, makes it take head from all indifferency, from all direction, purpose, course, intent. And this same bias, this commodity, this board, this broker, this all-changing word, clapped on the outward eye of fickle France, hath drawn him from his own determined aid, from a resolved and honourable war, to a most base and vile concluded peace. (laughs) And why rail I on this commodity? But for because he has not wooed me yet not that I have the power to clutch my hand when his fair angels would salute my palm, but for my hand, as unattempted yet, like a poor beggar raileth on the rich. Well, whilst I am a beggar, I will rail and say there is no sin but to be rich. And being rich, my virtue then shall be to say there is no vice but beggary. Since kings break faith upon commodity, Gain be my lord, for I will worship thee.
0: Exit. End of Act 2.